Podcast, podcast, yeah. With Andy and Carlos. Oh, yeah. With Andy and Carlos. Basic necessities. Podcast, with Andy and Carlos. Podcast, with Andy and Carlos. Welcome back, everybody. How's everybody doing? It's your two favorite people that host the Basic Necessities podcast. Yeah. Andy and Carlos. Yeah, no competition. <laughs> Literally, it's just us two. Yeah. So, um... yeah, welcome. <laughs> um, so, guys, it's about to get through. Yeah, you know why? Because Carlos just watched The Dark Knight Rises for the third time. No, I oh, didn't. Okay. I don't but know. I watched the I watched the new the the Wolverine origin movie. I love that one. It's so good. Just today? Uh, no, like yesterday. Oh, okay. But I've been watching WandaVision. Have you been watching that? Ooh, I have. Dude, it's so good. It's all right. I love it. So speaking of things we've been uh, watching, I just finished all three Lord of the Rings. Movies. He's been watching that with his ears. The extended versions. No, the movies. I finished the movies too. So I finished all the books, and now I finished the movies. When did you watch the movies, if you just finished the books? I finished the books, like, a week ago. Oh. Yeah. So you crammed the movies into a week? Yeah, there's only three of them. I know. Are they long? Yeah, they're like four hours. I'm just, I'm considering, uh, I'm just taking it from the point of watching it, like, with Christy, because I watched it with her, and um, she just falls asleep. It took us... There's three movies. I think we watched. We had to sit down and watch it eight times. Yeah, like eight separate occasions to finish all of them. Yeah, because she fell asleep. That makes sense. Well, uh, let's jump into number six eighty eight. <laughs> it's really hard to watch movies. <laughs> all right, let's it's go. It's so to draining, it. you know. I yeah, just yeah. get get so tired from sitting there. I enjoy watching movies. With I was just kidding. I was just saying. I was just saying. Christy slows me down. <laughs> watching movies that's probably a good thing Uh, i don't think you should watch i know if if she also liked watching movies as much as you did oh it's bad you would like not you just watch movies forever i would not have a job all right let's go into it you said 668 did you have something yeah dude uh well we're starting off from thence he will come to judge the living and the dead Mm mm-hmm so I don't know about you, but when I was reading this, I was expecting like feeling twenty-two. Yeah, no. I don't know about. <laughs> I don't know. I just the title made it sound like ridiculous, and you just before I, we hit record said <laughs> this is this ridiculous is the episode of episodes. So I don't know. Maybe I just missed stuff. I don't know. There's just a lot but here. Who knows? Um, there was a lot of symbolism. There is a lot of symbolism. Um, so maybe that's symbolism. why you liked it. Uh, I'm just a bigger fan of Bullism um, or The Sims. Uh, I, 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 neither for me. <laughs> um, did you have something that stuck out to you on 668? 668, I thought, um, or I highlighted that Christ's ascension into heaven signifies his participation in humanity, in God's power and authority. Um, that stuck out to me because I've touched on this already like, many times, but... 
even after his death, he still kept his human nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and so from his death to his resurrection and his assumption, he kept the human nature. And so it just shows, it, it says that, it emphasizes again that it signifies his participation in his humanity. So that was uh, that was the one line that stuck out to me in there. Noise. What about you? Well, I, um, between 668 and 669, um, I just highlighted or underlined two lines, which um, the first one is, Christ is Lord of the cosmos and of history. I just thought that was cool uh, because Christ, I mean, was only there for a period of time, right? The 33 years here on earth. Mm-hmm. But he's the Lord of of everything so it shows his divinity his his um godness i mean he's one he is god divinity i said divinity yeah he did so i'll just leave it at that (laughs) it's divinity and his godness yeah oh my godness (laughs) that might be slander no No? all right it's not slander not slander um um what's that word heretical uh Shoot, I'm forgetting the word too. Yeah. Yeah, it might be that. All right. Um, But yeah, so Cosmos, I thought that was cool because that just shows like the grandness of everything. Like he's the Lord of everything, but then history is of all time. So just in that sentence, it highlighted everything. Like Mm -hmm. of everything, the grandness of everything of all time. So that was just cool. And then... um, so it says, Christ is the Lord of the cosmos and of history, but then 669 says, Christ is also head of the church, which is his body. Um, yeah, so it, it kind of, it, it just accents and highlights Christ's, um, I don't know, uh, just uh, the essence of Christ, like who he is, like uh, what he truly is, and yeah. Yeah, and it also touches a little bit. I also highlighted head of the church because um, that that touches on right. Christ is the head of the church, but that means the church is Christ's body here on earth, mm. um, and that's that's what this this uh, section says as well. It says um, that Jesus Christ dwells on earth in his church. Um, so even though he w- rose from the dead, ascended into heaven, body and soul. He, he still lives on earth in the church. Um, and so that was a little confusing to me, right, at the same time, because we were talking about Christ's second coming, you know, he'll come again. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he's already here on earth in the church, how can he come again? Like he's already come again in mass. Won't be just physically? Isn't that, isn't that what it yeah, is? Yeah, but we believe that he's body and soul and... I know, but His like full divinity is in the Eucharist. But won't it be like uh, not shielded from our eyes? Like, like you know how he when he went down to um, that's just a thought. Um, but we talked about this, I think, last time. But when when he went down, um, or a couple times ago, uh, to get the people in, that were in hell or purgatory, limbo, mm-hmm. or whatever, and he called them by name, right? Maybe that's because because when we're in mass, other than maybe a revelation deep inside of us, we don't really hear God's voice literally call us by name. So maybe maybe that's it. He's going to come down the second coming. We're all going to hear his voice and we're all going to know, like without a doubt in our mind. We don't go into mass right now and be like, oh, it's the end of times. Like, so I don't know. 
maybe that's it. I do that every time I go into <laughs> You just start freaking out. It's not it's <laughs> the end of times. It's please let this be the end of times. <laughs> Which that comes up later. I think that comes up. Dude, that was one of my uh, favorite prayers in the Bible is the one that Moses prays where he's just like, Lord, like, take me now. Yeah. Why do I have to be here with all of these people? Um, so, yeah. To skip to just, this kind of stays with it, 671 for a second. Okay, just do it. This is what it says at the bottom of 671. This is why Christians pray, above all in the Eucharist, to hasten Christ's return by saying to him, Maranatha which translates our lord come so it's basically what you're saying. yeah just like please get down here already lego um yeah 670 My, the we are already at the last hour dude that's what i'm saying the, dude i highlighted the whole paragraph <laughs> it's so long this last hour yeah so let me long. let me i won't read the whole paragraph let me read half of it <laughs> let me read half of it it's a small right, paragraph i'll read the other half are you actually going to what did you highlight the whole thing no okay do you wait just you you want to say what you said were you highlighted first yeah i mean just the last hour part like it's gonna be it's it's a long hour and then it says already the final age of the world is with us and the renewal of the world is irrevocably underway Mm -hmm. which god works in mysterious ways and i am not seeing that renewal in in society mm-hmm. um i think within the group like the communities that we hang out with on a local social level mm-hmm. we can see that a lot mm-hmm. i think there's been a resurgence of the faith within young adults um and just commitment at least from the people that we hang out with um i think a lot of the people that we hang out and talk with they take their faith very seriously and are very um in depth and rooted and devoted to the faith. So I think that, yeah, from our social group and the people that we see often, that there is a renewal of this faith. But at the same time, you look at society, I don't think that there is. Like, it looks like we're just off the rails. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, which is difficult to really uh, see that. I mean, because we can see presently, we can see uh, in history, because the one line that you left out um, is the very beginning line. It says, since the ascension, God's plan has entered into its fulfillment. We are already at the last hour. So it's basically since that, we've basically been at that point where we're irrevocably on our way. Um, The renewal of the world is irrevocably underway. So this renewal has been happening since, like, basically, if we're following that, right, since the ascension, right? Mm -hmm. And that's a long time ago. So, um, I guess some of that falls on us, though, too, right? I Mm -hmm. mean, I was just saying, like, if we're the ones hanging out with the good people, why are we not reaching out to Mm -hmm. the rest of the world? Dude, so... Recently, the people, huh? Challenge. <laughs> Challenge ourselves. <laughs> um, but since uh, recently, the several people around me um, that are these good people that, that um, we're talking about. Um, Not to name names, but. And. and yeah, so them. 
Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I can say their names. So one's John Volk and the other one is um, Joey Clem. Mm-hmm. And uh, they both said these two like really crazy good lines that stuck out to me. Um, but you're saying like um, it's on us, right? So two two things that they said and one might not really have to do too much with what you were saying but one line and i wrote it down because i was like so good um he was giving a talk to our middle schoolers and he was like and i don't know if i said this in the last episode but he was saying how we need to remember that um the people we see in front of us are not the enemy and um mm-hmm. like how they're doing stuff wrong i think i may have said this yeah you talk, yeah you talked yeah. about it a little but but that just to kind of reiterate that fact is kind of shame on us because a lot of the times we can slow ourselves down or complete come to a complete halt because we disagree with the person we're more upset with them than trying to love them as christ would have loved them um so that'd be the first thing and then the second line uh my friend uh so joey he was saying he he said uh and this was actually last night it was something along the lines of like um when we look at the crucifixion we see christ loving us unconditionally right and then um he was saying when we love we tend to not love fully Uh, like we love to a certain extent but then when it gets uncomfortable or when it gets to a point where it's uncertain or whatever we tend to stop Mm -hmm. and he was talking about like the i think it's the beatitudes i just ignore that altogether and just don't love anyone (laughs) exactly yeah me too um no but he was talking about like the says the married man i know no i love my wife um no so uh he was saying like with regards to like the beatitudes we're we're thinking of putting on this skit for the kids and it's like um closing closing the naked so like this guy's uh, not naked actually but clothing the the person who is without much clothing like, cold so in the it's cold, exactly <laughs> So he's cold and he's sitting there and then one guy would go out to him and be like, hey, oh my gosh, you're so cold. Let me give you my jacket. And he's like, oh, thank you. Um, I also, I haven't had anything to eat. He's like, whoa, whoa. I only clothe the <laughs> naked, all right? I That's not my job. Somebody else would do that. And then the next beatitude comes, the next beatitude comes. But they only do one, mm-hmm. right? So we put kind of a limit on our love. So the whole point is like, if we want to imitate Christ, we want to love without limits. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of going back full circle to what you were saying is uh, a, a lot of it is shame on us because we get so comfortable. We tend to, and I see that in my marriage too. Like I, I there's a lot of times where I'm uncomfortable. I, I'm more don't want to do something right now. And then I, which I should have, you mm-hmm. know, love is sacrifice. So, um, which God shows perfectly. So yeah, I, I, I want to jump cool. ahead to 679, Do the it. very last one, but we'll come back. But Do it. Um, it, it talks about at the final judgment, um, Christ knows our hearts, and he knows what we were thinking in each moment. And so he can tell what our motivation was. Was it, did we come from a place of love, or was it a place of pride? Was it a place of vanity, where it's like, oh, I want people to see me give this person a jacket? Do or, it whatever. And so like that's the part that is going to be so tough I think cuz a lot of like I I think we can trick ourselves into you know, oh, I'm going to do this good thing and 
you, you know, you know, giving someone a jacket in the wintertime is a good thing or going and giving them some food, whatever, but doing it for the right reasons. And Christ is going to know all, all of that at the end. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's scary to me too, because it says, um, shoot, where does it say it? Christ will reveal the secret disposition of hearts. Mm-hmm. I went into the in brief. Yeah. 682. Nice. But at the end of time, we're going to know. I'm going to know what your heart was like mm-hmm. at one point. Mm-hmm. Did you come and, like, you know, give me something or just, like, pat me on the back and congratulate me for something because it came out of love or because you were like, well, if I pat him on the back here, then we'll have something to talk about two months yeah. later and I can be his friend or whatever. Like, who mm. knows? Um, and then I, you can have all my money or whatever. Maybe I'll add you to my will. Like, <laughs> and, and at the end of time, our hearts will be, will be revealed. And so we'll know where that motivation came from. Everyone will. Yeah. And that's something that like you people don't, I, I don't think of often. No. Where it's like, Oh, if I have uh, a thought and then I, I do an action because of that thought, I don't think, oh, everyone is going to know that. I'm going to think no one's going to know this. I'm just thinking it to myself. Mm-hmm. But at the end of time, everyone's going to know my motivation behind that. Yeah. So it's something that like, we just have to keep in mind. Yeah. What is hidden in the darkness will be brought to light. Yeah. And you know what that reminds me of? Have you seen those videos nowadays? When I was on TikTok months ago, like you would see it a lot, but now it's like anywhere. On you, the TikTok. Anywhere, anywhere, anywhere you see it now. Like when it's a good deed, they put some music behind it and they're like, hey man, how can I help you? What can I do for you today? And yeah. it's like a homeless. But then it looks good as a video, but picture it from the yeah. eyes of the homeless guy he's literally like running up with the camera hey man what yeah. do you need today oh yeah cool and the, you don't see my hands right now but i'm putting my <laughs> hand up like camera but but get all up in their face yeah and yeah, then no. those videos are like oh my gosh yeah you guys are amazing but but the reality is like yeah they did a good thing but for the wrong reason right they're trying to get the likes and the, all the things and um yeah, so I, that's right when you were talking. That's right where my mind went. I was like, because that's what all you yeah. see. One of uh, one of our friends, James, he was telling me about this homeless lady that works at his didn't work at his church. He worked at this parish, and there was always this homeless lady yeah, around. I met her. Did you? Uh-huh. Yeah, and so he's just like super good friends with her. He just hangs out. Like she was laying in the grass in front of the church one day. And he just goes out and like sits down, hangs out with her for a little bit and just talks. And Mm -hmm. like, that's what I think does way more good. It's not giving them a jacket and filming it and posting it on the internet. Like, yeah, that's going to get you more likes and stuff, but fostering a relationship and just hanging out and being their friend, like being someone's friend, Mm -hmm. I think is way more valuable than just giving someone stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's why I don't like Christmas or birthdays. And that's why I'm going to become a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> that was a joke. Just because they don't celebrate birthdays or Christmas. But I'm not actually going to become a Jehovah's Witness. Like a year later. So Andy, you became a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> Cut to episode 4,000 yeah. of the basic necessities. Yeah, if you're hearing this, go to that episode right now. 
Um, all right, so let's see. 671, right? Yeah, dude. What you got? All right. Um, I'm looking at it right now. and it. Uh, I highlighted the King's Return to Earth just because I finished the third Lord of the Rings, which is the return of the king. <laughs> where is that? Uh, 671. I know, but by where? By the King's Return to Earth, this reign is still under attack by the evil powers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Let me let me read my whole section because that's part of it. So Okay, do it. It's... Though already present in his church, Christ's reign is nevertheless yet to be fulfilled with the power with power and great glory. By the king's return to earth, this reign still under attack by the evil powers, even though they have been defeated definite, uh, definitively by Christ's Passover. So that answered my question from earlier. That answered it? Yeah, because I was talking about Christ being present in the church. Mm-hmm. It says... Though already present in the church, Christ's reign is nevertheless yet to be fulfilled. Yeah. So, so I mean, by the la- by, the final coming, right? The final. Uh, that's when. That's when it'll all be fulfilled. But what's crazy is right here. It says, um, "This reign is still under attack by the evil powers, even though they have been defeated definitively by Christ's Passover." I think. That is the perfect description, even though terrible, but the perfect example of going down fighting, right? Like, if I'm going down, I'm taking as many of mm-hmm. you down as I can with me. Right. Like, there's no way that the devil thinks. I, I can't even. I can't even fathom a possibility that the devil thinks that he still has a chance of winning. So, that must suck. So then he's like, "Oh, I'm out to get you. I'm gonna ruin." Like I'm gonna take if if I can't win, I'm gonna take what you love, mm-hmm. and he loves all God. Christ, yeah, God loves all of us. So every soul that the devil wins in a way kind of is like another thorn in Christ's head, if that makes sense. Like like it's something else to kind of hurt him, which ties into even the sins that we do now, right? Hurt Christ. So that that's like a full uh, a full circle, but. Um, the crazy thing to me is that God won already. He did. So that just kind of like that whole picture, clear that, that whole sentence kind of um, clarified like what's going on now. Like you see such a corruption in the world because there's such hatred in the devil's, um, I don't even know, I don't think he has a heart, but in the devil's being um, that he wants to just, continue to hurt christ in this way continue to hurt god in this way by taking what he loves um i just thought that was interesting and it put a new meaning to that whole phrase that i mentioned earlier but yeah that's all i got in 671 dope yeah i i've never actually thought about it that way like the devil because i yeah i've heard you know and i understand christ won with his death on the cross and his resurrection but we still got the devil here running around like on earth and pulling people uh this way and that and so i never thought about that like yeah if if he's losing he's already lost and as he's like falling he's he's trying to grab whatever he can mm-hmm. and cuz i mean the opposite of god right is selfish all about whatever you can get yeah and so he's going to try and take as much because he wants to build up a fake kingdom of his own 
and you need people if you're going to have a kingdom. And so that's his whole thing is he wants people to worship him. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to be part of God's plan and have people worship God. He was like, no, I'm going to do this my own way. And so, yeah, he's, he's trying to get as much as he can before he's gone. Yeah. And if you think about it, like, if somebody, if if you lose somebody, and this is not a direct uh, example, but, like, even if you win a battle, you're going to mourn the people that you lose, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, yeah, going back to that thought, it's like when we, when we see, um, when we go to... Um, like DC, and we see all those grave sites of all the people that lost the war. Like we mourn that loss. Um, so we, in that moment, it's kind of like can, we can compare it to like, despite the fact that we won, like we win, God wins in the end. He still mourns. Uh, well, I, at least I, I don't want to speak for God, but I know that He's all love. So of course, anytime He loses somebody, it's going to hurt. Yeah, I mean, um, it's like the parable of the lost sheep, right? Exactly. Like yeah. even just losing one. Yeah. He went out to find it and do whatever it took. Yeah. So. All right. Let's move on. 672. What do you, you got? 672? You got something? What do you got? All right. Um, I have, according to the Lord, the present time is the time of the spirit and of witness. You you just highlight. I didn't have anything highlighted. And you I just, just highlighted? highlighted that part. Um, and then if you skip, I also, instead of highlighting the Hang whole on, thing. Hang on, let's go into that. Because no, no, that was the one thing I highlighted. I know, but it, this kind of ties into it. So if you skip down to that last line too, it is a time of waiting and watching. So I was sitting, waiting, watching. You I, believed in superstition. No. I, no, I don't know. That's... Sitting, waiting, wishing by <laughs> Jack Johnson. <laughs> I don't know it. Oh, I can yeah, hear his voice I'll now. Always be waiting, waiting for you. Okay, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, I know. You guys didn't know you were getting karaoke part two. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, okay, so according to the Lord. <laughs> They're like, we didn't need a part yeah, one. Yeah, please. Um, we were doing so good in this episode. And All right, so according to the Lord, the present time is the time of the Spirit and of witness it is a time of waiting and watching and i skipped a little bit but um oh actually the the next line is kind of good should i just read the whole thing yeah because i was about to yeah according to the lord the present time is a time of the spirit and of of witness but also a time still marked by distress and the trial of evil which does not spare the church and ushers in the struggles of the last days. It is a time of waiting and watching. So why that stuck out to me, and then I know it stuck out to you too, so we can just kind of piggyback off each other. But um, actually, I was talking a lot first. You go first. Yeah. So it talks about basically what we just said with Mm -hmm. the devil and temptation still being around. Um, And so it's just this is the time where, you know, we are here, Jesus gave his apostles the mission, right? Go out to the world and spread the good news. And how? Two by two. No, no, I know, I know. But before that, he he came down, the spirit came down Mm -hmm. upon them, right? So I think that's what that means, like the spirit and of witness, because that's basically what happened. They received the spirit, the gifts of the spirit, and then... And they went out and they did it. Yeah. And so that's... Can I get a witness? We're called to do that too. And so it still hasn't changed. Yeah. Um, 
But then I like the next line, which is talking about the distress and the trial of evil, which does not spare the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen that in the past with just different, um, what's it called? Scandals within the church, right? And men, people are not perfect. And so there's going to be distress even within the church. Um, but we believe and we trust what Jesus said when he said the gates of hell will not prevail, and it has not. Mm-hmm. And so even though we get these different trials and struggles that we have to go through, the, the church moves on um, and continues. Yeah. Um, I'm going to add to the end of that. So... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you said that all great, so I'm not even going to add on to what you said specifically. But the last line, it is a time of waiting and watching, all right? So is it a time? it's a time of the spirit and of witness, which you already went into. But then following that, despite the distress and despite of whatever, we're awaiting the second coming, the last coming, which I would add, not that the catechism isn't good and that I would make it any better any at all. Just if you have your catechism if, handy... Yeah, yeah. Write this in, and yeah, then just write flip it at the to end the of front it. where it says, and then write by Carlos, composed by the bishops of the Catholic Church and and Carlos. Carlos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would literally just write this. It is a time of waiting, and watching, and responding. So, why I say that, and I could be wrong, and but this is kind of how I take it. So, if if it's a time of waiting, we're waiting for the second coming. Why right? we're watching. We're watching for when, like the signs, when when he's going to come and everything. But we're also watching, like, what's going on in the world. So despite how, and this kind of ties into the spirit of witness, the spirit and witness. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, is they already got you there? Yeah, by watching, I know. But but responding, I feel like, it, is just a very clear, the tag on word to this is because. If we're watching what's going on in the world, we're not just going to sit and wait. Like, we're going to be witnesses, right? Mm -hmm. But we're going to be witnesses based on how, what we need to respond to. So, so not just how, what we need to respond to, but how we respond. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people try to be witnesses, but they're misguided and they are witnesses and respond not in the best way. Yeah. It's kind of like we just went to the March for Life by march for life is what was bits of the march for life we, we walked to, around dc we for tried a while to find the march for life and but yelled pro-life chance. exactly but it, with regards to this and not not um responding well or not witnessing well who sticks out to you in that moment when i say that mm, i don't know remember when we were walking for here the the guys that had the sign of the baby just cut up and they just like, oh, yeah. put that in your face Right. Like, yes, that is something that's real and true, but your intentions are good, but that's not going anywhere. Instead, mm-hmm. that's like, oh, that's disgusting. That's shielding your eyes or whatever. Instead of coming across in a loving way, responding the way that we should, Yeah, a lot of people are misguided, though their intentions are good. So it's waiting, watching, and responding. For me, uh, I would say that would be a good tag on. Um, so um, just from that last line, Mm-hmm. the time of waiting and watching, mm-hmm. we can segue into 673, um, where it talks about Christ being the hope of Israel. And it says, 
actually 674 also touches on it, but it talks about Christ with relation to the Israelites. Um, and it says the glo- the 674, the glorious Messiah is coming is suspended at every moment of history until his recognition by all of Israel. So going back to you, does that mean he's going to come once all of the wait, Israelites? Wait, wait. Sorry. Where'd you read that? 674, the first line. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was looking, I was trying to find you. So I wasn't listening because I was trying to find where in the world yeah. you're talking about 673. All right. Can you say the that again? The glorious Messiah's coming mm-hmm. is suspended at every moment of history until his recognition by all Israel. So, does that mean once we convert all of the Jewish people to Catholicism, then Jesus will come again? <laughs> um, and then also, why aren't they already Catholic? Because aren't they also just doing the waiting and the watching part? Because that's their whole, the whole thing is they're waiting for the Messiah. Is this not, is this a, a foreshadowing? Like, is this something that they're just kind of like giving you an example from the past? No, this is talking about today. And and Mm. it says, At every moment of history until his recognition by all Israel, for a hardening has come upon part of Israel Mm. in their unbelief towards Jesus. Right? Yeah. And so if they had a belief in Jesus, then his coming would happen. Gotcha. But I can't say that certainly because... No one will know the hour. Right. But all of the Jewish people are waiting for the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And that's why they have, the, if you go to Jerusalem, they have the Wailing Wall, which was like the last part of the Jewish faith, mm-hmm. like the last big structure that they had. And so that was that's their last like place of worship historically, or the longest one that they have. And so they are waiting and watching for a Messiah. So are we. We're just one step ahead because we're waiting a second time. Yeah. Like we, we caught him the Been first there, time. Been there, done that. We caught him the first time through. <laughs> yeah. So shouldn't they just be like, shouldn't it be kind of easy for them to jump on that boat? I guess they have to believe that Jesus is God though, which is kind of hard if you're mm-hmm. rejecting that your whole life. But yeah. I don't know. That part's a little difficult for me because um, we're, I, I don't know if I, we're like the Jerusalem. We're like the, uh, Jerusalem, Jer- Jewish, the Jewish people, two point Yeah. Jew two. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch it the first time. I was like, I was like, okay, he's just saying you two, but no, yeah. it's like Jew, and then the number two. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, after that. Um, yeah, sorry. I don't have too much to add on to that because that, that was a little um, over my head. So maybe that's something to ask. Six, the, uh, 75. Should we, should, we, should we write that down? We should start taking notes of questions. We should. Here, but you go into 675. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because if we ask someone that question, their whole, their whole answer is probably going to be, well, we won't know when the second coming is. Yeah, no, but I would. I think just clarity on what that whole section kind of what fully 674 means. points towards. Yeah. All right. Um, so here's, I'm going to write that down. Here's what I'm excited for: six seventy-five. 
Before Christ's second coming, the church must pass through a final trial that will shake the faith of many believers. The persecution that accompanies her pilgrimage on earth will unveil the mystery of iniquity in the form of a religious deception offering men an apparent solution to their problems at the price of apostasy from the truth. Dude! I would keep reading. Just keep finish yeah, keep it. Going? Just finish it. Yeah. The supreme religious deception is that of the Antichrist, a pseudo-messianism by which man glorifies himself in place of God and of his Messiah come in the flesh. Well, if that isn't super heavy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, I don't dude. Know what this it is. is huge. So, my question is so, what does it mean? By, so, the supreme religious deception is that of the Antichrist, a pseudo messianism by which man glorifies himself in place of God and his Messiah come in the flesh. So, do you think, okay. I don't know who the antichrist, uh, the antichrist is. I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know. I don't know what that means. But do you think that the pseudo messianism? I don't know if I pronounce that right. Um, by which means glor- uh, man glorifies himself in place of God and his Messiah come in the flesh. Do you think? Do you like? Do you think that? We're already in that because, okay, I don't know if I'm getting this 100%, but by which man glorifies himself in place of God and of his Messiah. I think you see that a lot in the world now where people glorify themselves, want the attention for themselves. They are the God Mm -hmm. in a sense. And I don't think it's at the peak yet. I said, "Mm mm-hmm, but I meant... I didn't mean like yes, mm-mm. they are God. No, I just no, no. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but but that's where my mind went. If this is like this kind of like um, this deception, uh, I mean, I have no idea how in the world that would come about. But if the Antichrist was already working, the deception would be for men to start to forget Christ and start to choose themselves, for them to become their own god. And I think that that has come through like this insecurity of self and through social media and technology, we see that a lot where it's like, I Mm -hmm. need all the attention. I need to be, I think it's definitely ramping up and I don't think we're, yeah, we're definitely not there. And I don't know if that is even accurate as to like, that's what that means. But when I'm hearing it, it sounds so similar and not just with that, but in like, Men being able to do, you do you, you uh, love who you love or whatever. Like all that is, goes back to that person wanting everything for themselves. And society's pushing that like 100%, 110%. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if that comes full circle. Does that make sense? Dude, I think that for sure we see this today. Mm-hmm. Oh, and definitely. I think that the six the next paragraph yeah 676 yeah also touches on the basically the same thing but it says um 
the church has rejected even modified forms of the falsification of the kingdom, mm-hmm. right? Saying that the kingdom is here on earth and that it is with, within history. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says the Masonic hope can only be realized beyond history. Um, and there's been tons of times where you get people who are like, the end is nigh. I mean, yeah, all that stuff. But also the fact that like people who say there is no God and like all this different stuff. And then it specifically says um, that the church rejects that that the, the the church rejects this falsification of the kingdom to come under the name of millennial millen. Did you look this up? Did you look this up? No, did you? Me neither. Okay. Should I look it up? But then it says, especially the intrinsically perverse political form of secular messianism, which that one I kind of understood. Um, But that one is like the world saying Mm. we have a savior. Yeah. Right. And so we can do things on our own because we have the the answer. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just interesting that even though like this was written a while ago, it talks about politics and saying like I was gonna say the political like, form yeah. of someone who can come and save people, mm-hmm. which like, dude, just from reading through this, the end is nigh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's nigh mean? Like, it's now? like here, like yeah. right now. Nigh sounds like nigh. <laughs> But and the Nile. We we keep talking about all the you know episode four thousand of this. Yeah, I'll be shocked if it's if the world's still around. If we 100. get to <laughs> if we get to four thousand, if we get to hundred, yeah. Like, oh man, I don't know. Just from everything that we've been reading, like, dude, this episode hit me hard. It's timeless though. Like yeah. all this stuff has been around for so long. I know. Why do we not listen to it? Yeah. Have you ever thought? why you and i or not you and i like specifically like how why, why did carlos like you no, and no. me but and all of the people <laughs> were born at this time the end is nigh <laughs> <laughs> no um why like you specifically were born during this time yeah i would have fared much better as a cowboy <laughs> in the wild west i can see that but like have you ever like truly like sat oh i've like, been like why what? in the world now yeah. out of all times like it would have been so nice like even 15 years ago to grow up then maybe i don't know like, yeah like why now why why us why i've there's been i'm not just even saying this as an exaggeration there's been several times where for a second i've thought like i feel like my life is is um um what's the truman show have you seen a Truman Show? Yeah, where everything's, but not to the point of like the people, but like in a sense, your every single life in relation to our relationship with God is kind of like the Truman Show. Like, like we have our own like story, mm-hmm. and God's kind of watching it as its own show. Yeah, but I've taken it a little too far in my mind how I've run through. I was like, are you acting? <laughs> my sister like, are you actually no i'm just kidding but um, oh yeah dude you wouldn't believe but why once now? i convinced the studio to let you put mics <laughs> in your own basement yeah i know <laughs> hey no. um but no like the the just the thought of um 
going back like i all that stuff about the truman show that's definitely like i've thought about it i've just sat with it like it's crazy to me but the fact that why we now like why now like Mm -hmm. why us you know right it's just crazy well yeah and that's that's a question that everyone has and not in that same term but basically why are we here Mm -hmm. what is god's plan for your life because you're right like he put you here for a specific reason Mm -hmm. and he put everyone listening yes you listener listening you are here for a specific reason carlos is here for a specific reason i'm here for a specific reason that's andy right and so we have to find out what that reason is yeah and if you're sitting there thinking like what the heck is the reason that i'm here Mm -hmm. you gotta pray a little bit more like if you like when you find that you know what that is that's your vocation yeah to make it to put it simply what oh (laughs) that's good vocation Um, to put it, to put it simply, if you're ever sitting somewhere, I know the trickling still going on. If you're ever sitting somewhere and you're like, there's gotta be more to life. Oh yeah. Get up is. and go talk to exactly. someone next to you. Yeah. There is more to life. Like God's got a plan for you until we fulfill that plan. Um, like there's always going to feel like there's more to life. Um, so um, all right, 670. Do you have anything on 677? Because I don't. Dude, I'm good to wrap up. Oh, all right. Then let me. We're hitting the. We're hitting 45 minutes. Dang. So what do you want? Yeah. Episode. Jump into it. What do you want? All right. I'm just going to say it. So Real quick. Uh, this is a huge part. I think this is a really big part. To judge the living and the dead. Mm-hmm. 678. So it says, then will the conduct of each one of the secrets of the hearts be brought to light? Then with the, will uh, the culpable mm-hmm. unbelief that counted the offer of God's grace as uh, nothing be condemned. Our attitude about our neighbor will be disclosed, uh, acceptance or refusal of grace and divine love. On the last day, Jesus will say, truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Um, I just thought that was huge. Like that, going back to what you were saying when you went all the way to the back, um, like that's all going to happen. I had a question, like if, if you were to die now and second coming hasn't come, you get judged again, like at the final judgment, Mm -hmm. like everything, right? Would you, if you're in heaven, do you think there are people in heaven that would go to hell on the last day? No, right? No. Okay. But then why get judged again? Just, I don't know. That's a good question, dude. Boom. Ask, write it down. Ask Father Ed I'm next gonna, week. I'm going to write it. Um, but um, no, I, once like our, our judgment is not changed, I think that the real thing is like people who are in purgatory. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I know that we will be judged again, but yeah. I don't, our judgment's not going to change. The people who... Your heart is not going to be changed, like if you're. Oh, I know. Yeah, super yeah, yeah, selfish. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't understand. I don't understand what's the point of it. So I'm curious to see what's the point of the second judgment. You know what I mean? Uh, you but know, then it's just like red tape. Make sure that yeah, yeah, yeah. you dot sure? your eyes, cross your T's. Yeah. Just double checking to make sure everyone's in the right place before eternity. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So then the last last thing. Last last right. thing. So I was talking with Father Ed, not Bresnahan, Father Guillaume, mm-hmm. and I was trying to get him because I'm doing this thing with my cousin where he's asking me questions about the faith. 
and yeah. we're going through it. I told you about this. So one of the things that he said, and I could not find it, but I actually brought it up to him. He asked, like, why do people go to hell? Mm-hmm. And the answer father gave me the very simple answer is like it's not that god sends them to hell they chose to go there based on how you live your entire life if you reject god your entire life and he gives you until like literally the last second you could change your life around like a second before you die right you could choose god and then yeah you'll have punishment but you won't be in hell like Mm -hmm. you'll have to right pay your dues but literally until then if you go to hell, it's because your whole life you rejected God. And there's other reason, of course, I'm simplifying it. But then this last line, finally, I found it. So I was so excited. <laughs> so I'm going to bring it up to my cousin. But it says, by rejecting grace in this life, one already judges, judges oneself. God's not judging you. You're judging yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, God uh, already judges oneself, receives according to one's works and can even condemn oneself for all eternity by rejecting the spirit of love. So by rejecting the spirit of love, by rejecting God, you can literally condemn yourself to hell. So that was just, I just thought that was, that was cool. I mean, how we live is huge. Um, I, yeah, I just thought that was worth mentioning. And that's all I got. Dude. Well, um, Let's wrap this episode like up like we always do with some words of wisdom. If you're ever outside in a hurricane, don't forget to bake a loaf of bread.